Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's hit deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal entry law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. I just spilled coffee on myself. That's how excited I am about this show. Hi, Brian. Hi, Tom. Brian Kelly there. Tom Ackerman here. Yeah, I had somebody uh, call in and said they really uh, write me an email and said, well, they were critical of... uh, a couple things of the show, but that's okay. They're, they're, it's, it's, you know, I like, I like critics. Uh, the, it's kind of the usual, like, you know, uh, John Mosaylock, uh, should this, should that, mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be joining us by the way, uh, a little bit later well, after, tell him what not today, do. but after the, uh, <laughs> GM meetings, but they, well, the point was they really like our opening segment. Well, and good. I said, well, that's a start. That. Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. I enjoy that. Uh, I really enjoyed this uh, show. We have a really good show lined up for you today. But let me first say hi to BK and say your St. Louis Blues are 6-1. and one. They are 6-1. and one. They, uh, You know, I mean, Chicago comes in. You're hoping to blow them out like everybody else has done. But sometimes it doesn't happen. And they got the win. That's all that matters. And I tell you, Marc-Andre Fleury was just awesome. He played like he can play. We've seen him play, especially last year. He played that way yesterday and uh so yeah it's nice to six and one's a great start absolutely big day today ahead we talk some college football and world series next segment chris may from SLU. after all that they've been through this last week will be with us dan reardon big news out of bell reeve Mm. big news out of bell reeve with the post dispatch of first reporting that 2030 president's cup Lauren Lovett will be with us for some NFL picks. And then my interviews with David Freeze and Ollie Marmel. And John Brown, former Fox 2 anchor, has a book about Missouri legends and sports. And it's oh, really cool. So he'll be yeah. with us at uh, 1145. But back to your blues. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a very nice season for them from this standpoint. They're 6-1, and one, and they're doing it without a full deck. I mean, they, right. they got Brandon Sod back off the COVID list, but he's not active yet. 
Ryan O'Reilly on the COVID list. They didn't have Butchnevich for a while. They've mm-hmm. had healthy scratches here and there. Right. You know, they're not playing full just yet, Brian, yet they're off to a 6-1 and one start. And I think they look really good. I think they're going to be tough to beat. I do, too. I, I, you know, I think the Colorado game was very interesting in that the speed of Colorado, they just yeah. smothered them. And that had the Blues trying to play a little faster. And they were not connecting on a lot of passes. I thought in the Kings game Monday night, I was there, and it looked like the, you know, they were putting the, the puck in, in, put in areas but not necessarily the right areas. And and they were a little off, but they, again, did enough to win the game. And that goal by Tarasenko was just incredible, oh. the first one. Uh, <laughs> so, so, I, I you know, I'm, there's plenty of room for improvement, I think. But, you know, when you got 12 points in the bank in the first couple of weeks, you, you really can't complain too much. No, exactly right. And, by the way, the coffee's clean. I used these 75% <laughs> alcohol wipes that we All had right. in the producer's room yeah. that James alerted me to, and it's gone. Off my 70, khakis. I got some 75% alcohol in there. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah. Off my uh, khakis because we're shooting a golf happy hour later, and I want to make sure oh. that, you know, if I'm on camera, I can't have coffee stains all over my pants. Anyway, uh, what a, and it's with uh, Ron Krzyzewski, the CEO of Stiefel. Like, I can't, oh, my you know, goodness. I need to be, I need to look like a yes, businessman here. You do. But back to the blues. So, and uh, the, Tory Krug story is really interesting here. I think he took a lot of criticism last year, but let's face it, that was a tough year for him. You're mm-hmm. adjusting to a new team. I know we don't feel sorry for these guys. They make a lot of money, but you know, he's a human being. And right. you got to move your family to St. Louis in a pandemic. You can't go out with anybody right. because you're in a pandemic and you're you have to adhere to a strict protocol. You can't go out and socialize. Mm-hmm. But he adjusts to his teammates, and you can see that now. They're together. He's He was a very good player in Boston. I think it's asking a lot for somebody to just come in and replace a captain and a mainstay and a Stanley Cup champion, and he's doing it. And you can say that he was not brought in to replace Alex Petrangelo, but the fans look at it and say, let's say we lost Alex Petrangelo, we bought in Tory Krug, that sees who he's replacing. And so you, you're going to feel that pressure anyway. And that's where I think the trip to Vail this year was really, really important because it was really the first chance where they could all get together, all hang out together, really get to know each other. And we saw it with Justin Falk. When he first came over, he didn't light the world on fire either. But last year he was terrific, and this year he's even better. And so, I mean, I was one of those who was disappointed in Tory Krug last year, but I'd have to say this year he is off to a really good start. Blues very good on the road, which tells you about their team chemistry. Mm-hmm. They're playing well. They go on the road for L.A., San Jose, Anaheim, and Winnipeg. And it's not easy. No. So you have to go in there and, and try to get the work done. Uh, but the Blues off to a very good start. They're 6-1, and one, and when you look at the NHL right now, only a few teams better than them. I mean, Florida's 8-0, but... Their coach just stepped down, yeah. Joel Quenville, yeah. after the, the Blackhawks uh, situation that's just terrible going on with that organization. But anyway, um, we could do, we could talk about that all day, and we yeah. already have on this radio station. Carolina's 7-0, and uh, but the leader out in the Pacific, San Jose at 6-3. and Surprising. I know. Yeah. I, that, that definitely surprises me. And the Blues on top of the central right now at 6 and 1 right behind him Minnesota at 5 and 2 and Winnipeg is 4 2 and 2. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and a lot of these things, you know, you see the teams that get off to fast starts, you you get your Buffalo's had a pretty good start and, and they're they're going to kind of come back to the pack and you're going to find out who they really are as the season goes on. 
Uh, I think the Blues are a team like Florida and like some of the others in Carolina who are that top echelon and will stay at the top during the course of the season. But again, it's awfully nice to get those early points because once you got them in the bank, they can't take them away from you. Good win for the Blues. They win it one to nothing over the Blackhawks off to their worst start Ugh. in history. They haven't been this bad since the 1950s when they were 0-7-1. Now they're 0-7-2, so they've gone nine games without a win and again embroiled in all kinds of uh, really sad and disgusting things uh, yeah. going their, on. Their there. record is not even the fact that they're winless in October is not the worst thing that they're dealing with right now. That tells you how bad it is. There's plenty of coverage on that all over and certainly KMOX.com does. Uh, we will uh get into all kinds of stuff this morning. I have so much college football to get to that I need to take a break and the World Series. Mm -hmm. But BK, it's a pleasure to talk to you about the league as always. Always fun. Thanks, St. Louis Blues, a win over the Blackhawks, one to nothing. We'll take a quick timeout and get right back into it. It's 10-15 sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, no Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It is great to have Meyer Jensen as our sports on a Sunday morning sponsor, and soon we'll be welcoming in a new sponsor. Stiefel is going to join us from the Stiefel Sports Studio, sports on a Sunday morning. It's a real treat to have them along. So thank you to them and can't wait until that gets started. It's 1019 sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. One of our great partners, Chris May, St. Louis university athletics will be with us at 1030. They've gone through a lot there at SLU over the last couple of days, actually this last week, because last week, Javante Perkins on a Tuesday injured his knee. And then on Wednesday, it was confirmed. It was a torn ACL. And I think a day later, James, uh, Mariana Smith-Triori was announced that she has a torn ACL. Same, a left knee injury that takes her out for the year. One of the best players on that team. And Perkins, certainly the best player on the men's team. Uh, he's been a top scorer, great, great player. And Chris May will be with us to talk about it. He's so positive. I mean, May will tell us how the university is going to move forward with both of those players out for the year and how they will support them. And I still think SLU will be good. I think the Bilkins will be good. But anyway, we'll talk to him about that. We talk a little college football now. And, excuse me, what a game yesterday between Michigan State and Michigan. I mean, just one of the best games, certainly of the day, but one of the best games that they've ever played together. Those two teams have a great long history of about a century, and the Spartans were down 30-14 to 14 at home to Michigan. Can Jim Harbaugh, the khaki-wearing head coach, get the job done? No, he and the Wolverines cannot. Somehow, someway, Michigan State storms back, and a big reason, Kenneth Walker, their running back, is tremendous. So it was 30-14, to 14, but Michigan State rattles off 23 of the final 26 points, and they win it 37-33 over number six, Michigan. Kenneth Walker's fifth touchdown of the afternoon. Yes, I said five touchdowns for Walker, the Spartans running back, a 23-yard run that gave Michigan State a 37-33 lead with 5.08 remaining. There was still a lot of time 
a lot of time for Michigan to do something. Walker had three touchdowns over the final 22 minutes and finished with 197 yards rushing. But it was Michigan State's cornerback, Charles Brantley, who sealed the victory. He picked off a floating pass from Cade McNamara, who threw for 383 yards and two touchdowns. But this interception was costly and... Freshman quarterback J.J. McCarthy lost a fumble in the fourth quarter. That was a costly turnover. Michigan beat itself. Michigan State is unbeaten. They win it 37-33. They are 8-0 on the season. Can they get into the college football playoffs? Certainly, if they continue to win. But there are some teams standing in their way. They're 8 They're going to move up. We'll see how much they move up in the AP poll, but it's all about the college football playoff ranking. Number one right now in the AP poll is Georgia. Georgia scored three touchdowns off turnovers in a 12-play sequence that turned the world's largest outdoor cocktail party into a lopsided 34-7 victory over Florida. Zamir White ran for 105 yards and a touchdown on just 14 carries, and the Bulldogs are 8-0. They've won 12 straight since last season. The Gators were in danger of their first shutout loss in 418 games. You know about that streak? They haven't been shut out since 1988, and they haven't been shut out still as they were able to score with 249 to go. They lose it 34-7. Number two team is Cincinnati. How good are they? Well, they beat Indiana on the road. I don't know how much that says my alma mater has struggled. They beat Notre Dame on the road. Uh, now they've knocked off Tulane 31-12. to We'll see how good they are, but they're number two in the country, and they're 8-0. Number three is Alabama. We know they're good. They had the week off. Number four is Oklahoma. They crushed Texas Tech 52-21, and their freshman quarterback, Caleb Williams, is remarkable. 402 yards and six touchdown passes for the 9-0 Sooners. Number five is Ohio State. I thought they were really good, obviously, over Indiana 54-7, but this time they had to really push to beat Penn State 33-24. For some reason, they're student section stormed the field. I I don't know why they stormed the field at Ohio State beating Penn State, and they were favored by, what, 19 points or something? Anyway, they win at 33-24. They they look good. I I don't want to take anything away from Ohio State. Uh, They get the win 33-24 at home over Penn State. So we'll see. I mean, you got Michigan at 6. They're knocked out now. Michigan State at 8 is going to move up. Should be very interesting to see when the college football playoff comes out. I'll be fascinated to see how good Missouri is next year. This year, not so much. Luther Burden's going to join them next year, number one wide receiver in the country, but they need some defense. Their defense was a mess yesterday, quite honestly. Leaving people open, somehow Vanderbilt, which doesn't have any sort of attack, was able to almost win this game, Uh, but Missouri does, and Missouri gets its SEC win, 37-28 over Vanderbilt, and let's be honest, Vanderbilt had lost 18 straight SEC games. 18 straight now SEC games. And the reason Missouri won this game was Tyler Beatty. He had 254 yards rushing. It was 30 to 28. Vanderbilt had just scored. I was listening to the radio broadcast and Howard Richards said, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is for Missouri to get first downs here uh, because Vanderbilt had all the momentum. And what did they do? First down, first carry. Beatty goes 73 yards down to the two. And then Tyler Macon, the St. Louis area product, a freshman, they've got an interesting quarterback situation now at Mizzou, runs for a touchdown two yards out, and Missouri survives 37-28 
over Vanderbilt. Illinois, disappointing. They lose to Rutgers 20-14 at home after their nine-overtime win over Penn State the week before. They can't carry that momentum into the next week, and they lose. World Series, the Atlanta Braves are one win away from their first championship since 1995. A win yesterday over the Astros. The final was three to one, and the three to two, and the Braves are up three one in the series. It was two one Astros when Jorge Soler hit a home run following Dansby Swanson. Back to back home runs, Swanson and Soler. That place was going absolutely nuts. Truist Park in Atlanta. And a 3-2 lead for the Braves. And if you know the Braves and you've been following their bullpen, they can finish games like that. And they did. Uh, Brian Snitker is going to go right back to the same relievers every night. He'll do it again tonight. Why not? And they take the lead and close it out 3-2 over the Astros. And they're up 3-1 in the World Series. Jose Altuve had a solo home run to try to put the Astros into a 2-2 situation. That put the Astros ahead by two in the fourth inning, but boy, the Braves just chip away. Austin Riley with an RBI single was a big one. And then the back-to-back home runs that I mentioned. And a win for the Braves over the Astros. Final score, 3-2. They can clinch the title at home tonight on Halloween. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll be joined by Chris May of St. Louis University on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It's 1030 on Sports on a Sunday morning. How about St. Louis University soccer? Can we give the Billikens a standing ovation? They are unbeaten in the A-10, a perfect A-10 season for the men's team beating Rhode Island by a final score of 3-1 to one at Herman Stadium on senior night last night. They are number 10 in the country. They've won nine in a row. They already clinched the A-10 regular season title and a number one seed for that championship. Now 12-0-3 and 8-0 in A-10 play. And I know the women's team has been playing some great soccer as well. We're also going to talk some basketball with our next guest, and that is... Chris May, the athletic director at St. Louis University. The women's team won their A-10 quarterfinal yesterday. They're going to play in the semis next weekend, Chris. Tom, yeah, the uh, women had a good win. We've been uh, we've, we've been very blessed with some great soccer here in the land of the Billikens this fall and uh, couldn't be more proud of Katie's team and Kevin's team. Uh, there's just a lot of energy around our soccer program and our entire athletic department right now. So we, uh, we, we're on a good run. You are, and when you're good, St. Louis is good. You can just feel that energy right up the middle of the city from where you are through the progress of the MLS Stadium to Enterprise Center to Bush Stadium. It's just a great line of success, and that's why we all felt it on Tuesday. When Javante Perkins went down, we all felt it, and it's tough because you know that is going to be good, and they still will be, but you feel for a human being like that, Javante Perkins, and all the work that he put in, Chris, that's a tough blow at torn ACL. And and then a day later, we learn that Miriama Smith-Traori of the women's team, same thing. I, I know that there's a lot of support for those two individuals. Well, they're they're great young student athletes that have been part of our program for quite a while. Um, and you, 
you hate to see that happen, but uh, we're putting our arms around and we're going to help them and they'll be better than ever coming back. Javante, I've had a couple conversations with him and uh, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll get that knee fixed and he'll be back stronger than ever in another year. Um, and uh, Mariama will, uh, will take care of business herself. And so, those are those are challenging moments, but when you've got programs and teams and uh, led by great coaches like we're fortunate to have in the basketball with Travis and Lisa, you got a bunch of young kids who are really re- really ready to step up and uh, like the men's the men's team. So what you've got is you've got another 32 to 35 minutes available that for uh, for somebody else to step up. And so the Yuri Collins and the Fred Thatches and the T.J. Hargroves and you know, all, all the way down to the freshman Jordan Nesbitt, who's a special talent. Um, you've got a bunch of guys who are who are stepping up and taking their turns, and you've got the same with Lisa's team. So uh, even though injuries are, are a tough part of uh, college sports, um, the opportunity that it opens up for other young people to really flourish, that's what we're going to see with those two programs. And uh, I'm just excited to be able to support those two young people, but then to help the rest of the teams move forward. St. Louis University, of course, our partner and the Billikens will be starting their season on November 9th as they'll be taking on Central Arkansas. And we'll have that game for you right here on KMOX. The Billikens play today in an exhibition game against Lindenwood. It's a 3 o'clock tip, and you got Bob Ramsey and Earl Austin Jr. watching their alma mater take on SLU. How about this news that we were able to pass along, Chris, that those two are going to be traveling again? Isn't that neat uh, to be able to have that great combo going again for SLU basketball on the radio? Well, it's 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 always special. Those two have done it for a long time really well, and they tell the story with such passion. Um, there's no better duo than those two. And, and I thought they really did a great job from afar last year. I thought, I mean, in a real tough circumstance, I think they really uh, adjusted and did great work. But uh, we couldn't be more thrilled to, for our partnership with KMOX and, and, and the opportunity for this season and moving forward for us to really have a – have a special basketball team that's uh, that helps sell the brand of our program and of our university. I'm, I'm very encouraged about where we are right now, and uh, the future couldn't be more bright. What a team it is, and just your thoughts without Javante, and I know you talked about the support that he'll get, but I did mention in the beginning that I think this is a good team. There will be an adjustment there, but you hate to lose his scoring, but there are some scorers. Let's not make any mistake about that. It looks like you have more options uh, scoring-wise than you've had in a while? Well, Travis really does. We've, we've got a bunch of kids that can shoot the ball. And uh, when you've got a bunch that can shoot it, you've got five or six kids that can shoot the three. And when, you, when you've got that, it changes how people defend you and prepare for you. So uh, uh, we've got a bunch of young guys that are spending a lot of time. We're, we're during fall break right now. And uh, between uh, all the events going on in Chaffetz, there's there's guys in there getting shots off nonstop. And so that's what encourages me because that's how great teams get made is they get made in practice. And the more shots they get off, the better they are. It's, it's like, you know, we let off with our men's soccer team. Our men's soccer team, there's only two undefeated teams in the country right now. We're one of them. And Kevin's got a bunch of different weapons that can go out and score. And so when you've got a bunch of people that can score, I don't, score, I don't care what sport you've got, it changes the game for you. And uh, that's kind of where we are. And uh, there's, there's going to be major opportunity in shape at Serena for guys to, uh, to step up. And we're going to see a little bit more today. 
And then on November 9th, it starts for real. And so it's uh, it's certainly an exciting time. Absolutely it is. And the women's team is very good as well. And we will carry five games of theirs here on KMOX. I'll have the call. And we'll start on November 17th when SLU takes on Mizzou. So looking forward to that very much. Here's Travis Ford. This is what he said about your newest project, a huge announcement, a $20 million addition to Chaffetz Arena, the O'Loughlin Family Champions Center. It makes a statement that we can compete with anybody. It's a commitment to our student athletes now and to our student athletes in the future. Uh, it's, you know, seven days a week, the Champion Center is going to impact our student athletes on a daily basis, every single day from from 6 a.m. in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. It's going to be, you know, packed uh, with student athletes, whether it be in the dining center or the academic center or, uh, you know, uh, all the different services it's going to have. Uh, it, it's just going to be a difference maker. And, you know, when you bring recruits uh, on campus, uh, when you bring recruits on campus, it's going to send, like I said, it's going to send a statement that, all your goals and dreams can come true here. Uh, we can compete with anybody. And this will benefit all student-athletes at SLU, Chris. Chris May is with us, the athletic director at St. Louis University. But let's look at this men's basketball program, the effect it could have on it. As a basketball-centric athletic program, uh, you are in a very good spot right now, aren't you? Well, Tom, we really are, and thank you. Travis couldn't have sent it best. Uh, the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center puts us in position to deliver at the very elite level. And uh, from every sport, all 400 student-athletes, when they walk in the door, the services that we can package and deliver, nobody else in the country can. And so uh, we are very, very proud and honored to have the Bob O'Loughlin's and the Jim Cavanaugh's. And you go on down the line, the group of people that really made this are making this facility and the services happen for our program. And uh, it's going to put us in a different space. Uh, Chaffetz Arena is the best basketball facility, pound for pound, size for size, than you can find in the country. This tops it off for every student athlete that we serve, and, and both the ones today and the ones in the future that when they look at places to go, there's no better place in St. Louis University to get everything they need for a, for a great education, for the nutrition support, for the sports psych, academics, career development, name, image, and likeness. You package it all together, and you've got it right there. And I, I couldn't be more proud and honored to be able to, uh, to help bring this together and bring it to St. Louis University and, and all the Billikens. Well, it says something about you and St. Louis University because you've had this in your mind now for, what, eight years or so, but the fact that you had so many people contribute. So it's a $20 million privately funded facility, but it's not like Bob O'Loughlin just wrote a check for $20 million. He He's contributing, and then he, there's a whole team of people contributing. I mean, we just had a news story about Michael Nydorf recently, and I mentioned on the air, I'm like, well, you know, you should mention that Michael Nydorf just dropped a, a pretty hefty-sized check to St. Louis University to add to the O'Loughlin Family Champions Center. That's nice to have so many people involved. You, you got it. That, that's the whole deal. And uh, Bob has been the ultimate encourager and motivator along this journey. You know, it started eight, it started nine years ago with a gentleman by the name of Marvin Wool. And Marvin was this unbelievable community philanthropist that he really pressed me to say, Chris, what's it going to take to be the best? And then and then his family was supportive. And then Bob O'Loughlin. And you go on down the line to Mr. Nydorf, to, to uh, Jim Cavanaugh, to 
P. Phoenix, to the votes, to Mark Scott. As you go on down the line, Dr. Shabitz, everybody said, we believe in that vision because they believe we can be the absolute best here at St. Louis University. And you, you know Alan and Linda both. They've been so great at what's it take to really deliver at the highest level for student-athletes at SLU. And so what's happened is there's been a ground swell of support community-wise. And it, and it doesn't happen without a great president like Dr. Pastello, chairman of the board, Joe Conrad, and those people saying this is important if it's privately funded and, and you've got this community out there that really believes in student-athletes at SLU. I'll, I'll give you a great statistic, Tom. I've been here. This is my 14th year. And in my all 14 years, we haven't had one student-athlete that graduated that couldn't get a great job in their field. Not one. And so what that means is the community out there in the region, they know what a Billiken graduate and student-athlete means for their businesses and for their organizations. And that's just a testament to what SLU's done for over 200 years. And uh, we are really, really proud to, to be able to put young people in a great position. And, and then it, at the end of the day, you got that piece, and then it goes into the, the competitive piece. You've got your two soccer teams that have a great chance to win the A-10, A-10s again. you got your volleyball team that's second in the league. You, got, you go on down the line. Our men's soccer team had their best – our men's cross-country team had their best A-10 championship in school history yesterday. They were second. And so you go on down the line, we've got a bunch of student athletes who are having a really great experience at SLU. They're having a high level of success. And it's just a, it's a testament to a whole community and young people doing the right thing. And I would be remiss not to also mention, we've got a faculty on our campus that do, I believe, the best job in the country of delivering academics to students. And our student athletes buy into that and they really engage with our faculty so it's it's a really it's a great moment right now we're trying to seize it every day because uh, there's wonderful opportunities for Billiken student athletes here at SLU. Well it really says something when you you know who's going to come out of this pandemic with uh, the momentum and St. Louis University certainly has that and with all the high school athletes around this area that you can talk to and that that can take a look and the fact that you're the only division one basketball program in this area it's a pretty good situation to be in right now if you're st louis university and the athletic director is chris may we're very excited to partner with you we love billiken games on the air our first one will be november 9th against central arkansas and much more to come chris thanks so much for joining us on sports on a sunday morning Hey, anytime, Tom. We appreciate it. We can't wait to see you in Shape It's Arena real soon. I will be there for sure. There's Chris May, the SLU AD. I'm Tom Ackerman. We'll come back. You talk about momentum. This golf scene in St. Louis is off the charts right now. Bell Reeve just with a major announcement coming on Wednesday. We'll get a little sneak peek with Dan Reardon next on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly. Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to KMOX, coming up on 1047, and we're joined by KMOX golf editor Dan Reardon, who has covered a lot of golf in his career, and I'll tell you what, when it comes to big announcements, we've known uh, that 
the St. Louis can handle some things. 1992, the PGA Championship. We've had some great events in between. A couple of PGA Championships, including 2018, the 100th, which got everyone's attention around the world. And now, Dan, another one coming our way. The Post-Dispatch got this one out there yesterday. The 2030 President's Cup. First of all, good morning. And secondly, tell us the importance and the growing popularity of the President's Cup. About Bell Reeve and, and two possibilities for a period of time, uh, the, the 2026 BMW Championship. And I've been talking about the President's Cup, I think, for the last 18 months with you and, and a couple of other people on the air. The President's Cup uh, goes back to the early 90s. Uh, when the PGA Tour, who doesn't own the rights to the Ryder Cup, decided they wanted an international event to sort of rival what we see with the Ryder Cup. They haven't quite achieved that level of parity, but they decided that it would be the U.S. against everybody in the world other than those countries that are available for the Ryder Cup. So no Great Britain and Ireland, no Europe, but every place else in the world assembles their team. And so it becomes a much more international event not only in terms of when it comes here to St. Louis, but when it travels overseas, because it doesn't just go to one location or one region. You know, the next uh, edition of the the President's Cup overseas will be in Montreal. They've been in Australia. They travel the world with that event. So when you talk about it coming to St. Louis, you're talking about a true international event. And the difference, the biggest difference in addition to uh, to the opposition, if you want to call them that, is it's a four-day event and 30 matches instead of a three-day event with 28 matches. It's big. And, you know, it's also, Dan, uh, the PGA Tour here. So the PGA Tour has really paid attention to what is going on here in St. Louis, and I would imagine that, of course, the PGA Championship had something to do with that. But I'd say in some way the Ascension Charity Classic and the fact that they drew 20,000 more than they thought they were going to it uh, helps our momentum as a golf community, doesn't it? I, I believe it helps our momentum. I think deals like this have been in place for some time now, so those are adjuncts to it. And, and actually, if if we're still going to see a t- 2026 BMW championship, that would affect Ascension in terms of the calendar. And I want to point something out about the calendar. I think in addition to the attractive nature of St. Louis with the events that it's hosted, I think our place on the calendar works very much in our favor. I can tell you, Tom, that when the Tour Championship is conducted in Atlanta that month and all those millions of dollars are on the line, it's not the major event in Georgia. The SEC is the major event in in Georgia. And baseball and the NBA and the start of the NHL season and NFL. In St. Louis, we have no NFL team. We have a very successful baseball franchise. We have a very popular hockey franchise. But when you get to the month of September, that's not as much of a, a, a detraction from uh, what this event, our distraction, from what this will, event will be. So when we get to the 2030 President's Cup, it will be the big event in St. Louis. It will get the major media coverage, and consequently, it will get the talk and the support of the community as well. So I think the calendar has always worked in our adva- to our advantage. Boy, that's a great point. You know, the Worldwide Technology Raceway just landed a NASCAR Cup race. Finally, they get their NASCAR Cup race, which is a huge, huge event itself and opens things up to the racing community, but that's in June. So, like you said, this is a great opportunity for St. Louis and the surrounding area. And, again, a great opportunity for Belle Reve. Belle Reve just 
does tournaments. They, they have a system now in place, Dan. It, it's never easy uh, to do something like this, but they have a membership that understands. They have a surrounding corporate partnership that understands. And with President's Cup, the build-out for this is massive, isn't it? I mean, we're far away from this, 2030, but it's plenty of time to put together a city right there in town and country. Well, and a couple of things as regards that, Tom, and the membership. You know, you mentioned the 92 PGA Championship. The membership that brought those events to St. Louis has aged out at Bell Reef. And so the question became, what would the younger members want to do? Did they want to continue this tradition or this cycle of every six to seven years having a major event at their venue here in St. Louis? And we've gotten the answer to that question. They want to still stay in the game. They still want to be part of of what's going on. The other thing I think plays favorably with the membership, and I could be wrong, and this won't hold true, but every time we've had a big event at Bell Reeve, it's involved major reconstruction at Bell Reeve and a disruption of play for the members over a period of time, in some cases over a period of years. I'm anticipating that we're not going to see Reese Jones blow into town and do major renovations at Bell Reeve for 2026 or two. Well, 2030, both Reese and I might still be around to even see those renovations. But I, I, I suspect that the membership is agreeable now because they have a golf course in place that can be left pretty much in place, touched up a little bit here and there, but pretty much left in place. And so they can stage an event without disrupting the lives. But all credit to them. You know, I, I looked at the, uh, the roster of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame because I know institutions have been um, uh, um, recognized by the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. I don't think Bill Reeve has ever been given that Hall of Fame status, and I think they really deserve that. Well, it's a great point. I mean, look at this list. I mean, the 1965 U.S. Open, and there, there are others too, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name the big stuff. 1965 U.S. Open, PGA Championship in 92. The American Express World Golf Championship in 01 counts because they had it there. They had the best players in the world there. They just weren't able to do it because of 9-11. The U.S. Senior by, Open. By the way, Tom, and, yeah, go ahead. By the way, on that American Express Championship, had that event been staged, and we saw it on Monday, with the clinic that Tiger put on, that would have blown the doors off of everything that anybody had seen from a community in golf. That, that, was, a, that was a major loss, obviously, to the world, to the country, because of 9-11. But that was set to be an unbelievable golf event. It really, really would have been. Uh, the 2004 U.S. Senior Open was a lot of fun. The 08 BMW, I can't believe they were that long ago. The 08 BMW Championship, and you mentioned this could happen again, the BMW. The 2013 Senior PGA, which was part of the package that the PGA of America awarded Bell Reeve, including the 2018 PGA Championship, which we were partners with and we covered and have told the story a million times and will tell it for the rest of our lives. Just an unforgettable weekend, no doubt about it. The entire week, really, the practice rounds and weekend at Bell Reef Country Club. Let me ask you this in our final couple of minutes, because I had somebody on Twitter ask me, is there any other golf course that would be able to attract the PGA Tour or otherwise? And I said, well, Norwood Hills has the champions there. Uh, there's one that has proven that it can hold a big, big event and tournament and has logistics to do so. Uh, anybody else, Dan, that jumps out to you? Well, in terms of the physical property, I would say that easily that, that you could stage an event at St. Albans with the two golf courses and, and do a lot of tenting and corporate 
on the second golf course. But I, I don't think that's where this area is in relationship to the, the world of golf. I don't think we're an annual kind of, of town or even a, a, a regular kind of. I, I think, you know, the senior tour has filled that niche very well. Uh, but I, I, I don't see anything else rolling into town. And by the way, on Bell Reeve, we should include on that list, it was the site of the first ever U.S. Mid-Amateur Championship won by Jim Holtgreave, uh, and that factors in as well to their history. I should have included uh, the Mid-Am. That was 81, right, Dan? I believe that's correct. Yep, uh, no doubt. So Bell Reef Country Club 2030, the President's Cup, that was out in reports yesterday. Stu Durando of the Post-Dispatch was the first to put it out there. And then, Dan, there will be a news conference on Wednesday. KMOX will be all over that, of course, and then we'll see where this all goes. It's an exciting time, and you just ask Tiger Woods. Heck, ask Jack Nicklaus, uh, who's putting something together in Normandy. St. Louis has become a golf destination. It, it's it's a, a very alive golf community, uh, and it'll be fun to see. Even though we have to wait for some of this, let's support the seniors along the way and uh, wait for the big events when they come into town. Absolutely. Dan, thank you for the time as always. We will catch up with you real soon. Enjoy it, Tom. Dan Reardon with us, our KMOX longtime golf editor right here. Well, coming up next hour, Lauren Lovett with her NFL picks and a fantasy tip for you. That's right out of the 11 o'clock news. Then we will hear from... David Freeze. I had a chance to talk to him as it's been 10 years since his team had a parade down Market Street and his unforgettable, amazing game six. Ali Marmel, the manager of the Cardinals, sits down with me to discuss his new job. It's all in the 11 o'clock hour and TV anchor, author John Brown on his Missouri Legends Volume 2 book. We'll talk about some of the sports stars that have come out of the state, some that Maybe people don't realize some of the biggest stars in the world coming from our state. It's 1057 on KMOX. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.